It's now been more than 22 years since 9-11, but public officials are still responding to the fallout of this terrorist attack. That includes the adoption of legislation signed into law by Governor Hochul on the recent anniversary of the tragedy, which is designed to ensure that all people working in the vicinity of the towers after the attack are notified about their eligibility for benefits as a result of the potential exposure to toxic airborne chemicals at the time. To discuss the state's 9-11 Notice Act, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Michael Barish, an attorney who has helped tens of thousands of people apply for aid through the September 11th Victim Compensation Fund and the World Trade Center Health Program. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you, David. So I want to get to the assistance that is out there for people who may have suffered health issues as a result of exposures to toxic substances at the site of the towers. But first, I'm curious about who you envision being impacted by this latest notification effort, as we've all heard about high-profile efforts to help you know, first responders after the attacks. So who has potentially been left behind over the last two decades? I'm so glad you asked that question, because in order for us to understand the 9-11 Notice Act, we have to understand why it was so important. So I, I made 25 trips to Washington lobbying for the Zadroga Act to be passed. And the Zadroga Act was named after Detective Jimmy Zadroga, NYPD. He died of pulmonary fibrosis at the age of 34. When they did an autopsy, they found ground glass in his lungs asbestos, chromium, lead, benzene. These are all known carcinogens that NIOSH considered when they linked 69 cancers and many respiratory illnesses to those 9-11 toxins. Thanks to people like John Stewart, thanks to the unions, the firefighters and the police unions in particular, to John Field's wonderful group, we got Congress to extend and permanently fund the World Trade Center Health Program, and the Victim Compensation Fund. And that's wonderful because early detection is the key. And even if you have health insurance, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery can bankrupt your family. So the health program is critical. Yet while over 85% of the New York City firefighters and cops have enrolled in this free health program, less than 10% of the former office workers, students, teachers, downtown residents have enrolled. And it's because either they don't know that they're eligible or they don't know about the programs they think they ended years ago, or they feel guilty and they don't want to take money away from a firefighter or a cop. Well, I assure you, now that these programs are permanently funded, you're not taking away from anyone. You owe it to yourself to enroll. But with only 10% of the civilians enrolling, there was a real problem. Well, can you explain the health risks that were potentially posed at the time for the civilians, as you put it? And what sort of region are we talking about here where people might be covered by this Notification Act? Great question. So those buildings were on fire for 99 days. There was so much jet fuel. The New York Fire Department, the FDNY, They couldn't put the flames out. So here it was spewing in the air. The dust is everywhere. For 99 days, you'd walk out of the subway and it would hit you like a furnace. And yet the EPA infamously said five days after 9-11, the air is safe to breathe. They wanted to reopen Wall Street. I get it. But it caused terrible permanent health problems for the three 
100,000 downtown office workers south of Canal Street and in western Brooklyn, for the 50,000 students and teachers, and for the 25 to 35,000 downtown residents. So we were breathing the same toxic dust as Jimmy Zadroga and the other firefighters and cops. And that's the exposure. So the health program covers anyone south of Houston Street and in western Brooklyn. And if the health program certifies you with any of the 69 cancers, where there's a presumption, by the way, notwithstanding a family history, you're entitled to compensation then from the Victim Compensation Fund. And we're talking about $250,000 for cancers, yet so many people don't know about the fact that they're entitled. And does this notification act, does it put the impetus on all employers from back in 2001, 2002 to do some sort of outreach? Or is there a threshold, say, for larger companies? And what about companies that have gone out, out of business? Is there any sort of responsibility for the people who might have been running those companies at that time? Well, you're really honing in on exactly what the critical issues are, David. So this 9-11 Notice Act, it's not perfect. I mean, if you were an employee of Lehman Brothers, of Dean Witter, or of a gazillion other downtown companies that are no longer in existence, well, you're not going to get a letter. But for the tens and tens of thousands of people, people on the stock exchanges at Goldman Sachs, at my law firm, Barish and McGarry, those former employees will get a letter. Now, a lot of people have moved away, so they're not going to get that letter. But again, tens of thousands of people will get that letter. And yes, it's the cost of a stamp from that company to send to their former employees just saying, hey, you work south of Houston Street or you work south of Canal Street. And this is a, a letter proving that you work with us during this eight months after 9-11 you are entitled to the benefits of the World Trade Center Health Program and the Victim Compensation Fund. If you have any questions, here's the website for both programs. Please avail yourself of these benefits. That's it. And this will educate so many people, and hopefully the percentage of citizens who are applying to the health program will increase from 10% to hopefully 50%. Now, there is a little distinction that I have to mention. Responders are automatically eligible for an annual exam, while citizens must have symptom of an illness, either it's a respiratory illness, a diagnosis of cancer, or even mental illness. If a citizen, if anybody was depressed yesterday and triggered by watching the events of 9-11, the anniversary, then, of course, they're entitled to free medical and mental health care. They can take advantage of it. But what I always tell people, David, is even if you're healthy, you should register for the Victim Compensation Fund, which is available to anyone south of Canal Street. And you need to prove that you were there. So that means either a letter from your employer, which these employers will be sending out letters, or affidavits from former coworkers. And that's it, just two letters from a, a, two co-workers is enough to get you into the health program and if certified into the victim compensation fund. But do it now, even if you're healthy, because in 20 more years, God forbid you get sick then, it's going to be even harder to find your witnesses, many of whom will no longer be around. So 
protect yourselves, protect your families, and do it now. Now, I should also mention that one of the great benefits of the Victim Compensation Fund is you never waive your future legal rights. So if you get $20,000 today for sinusitis, which is certainly not life-threatening, and then you develop skin cancer five years later, you get $90,000. And then if you got lung cancer 30 years later, you'd get 250000 You never waive your rights. And then, of course, God forbid you die of cancer any time in the rest of your lifetime. And these programs are now extended till 2090. Your families would get another $250,000. So it's well worth protecting your families to enroll now and to preserve your evidence that you were either living, working, or going to school in lower Manhattan. It costs you nothing to enroll. You're not taking away from others. Well, you kind of just touched on this by talking about the process, but when you think about the ability of, say, an ordinary citizen to navigate this process, do you believe it's manageable for them? Is that an aspect of this that needs to be considered in terms of someone's ability to actually access help through either the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund or the World Trade Center Health Program? Uh, yeah, that's a great question also. Thank you. For, you really did your homework, and I always appreciate that when a reporter does that. Both the fund and the health program welcome you to register yourselves, and I'll be the first to say you don't need to have a lawyer. But Congress did a great thing when they passed the Zed Roga Act by saying that attorneys could charge no more than 10%. So a lot of attorneys don't want to do this work because they feel like, oh, I'd rather do a car accident case where I can charge a third. If you ask my 35,000 clients, they'll tell you it was well worth paying 10% to have someone else deal with the headaches of proving that I was there and dealing with all the paperwork. And now you have to do a lot of stuff online, uploading documents. A lot of my clients can't do that. So we're happy to do it. I have a, a, a team here at my firm that just registers people for the health program and helps them navigate that problem. And then another couple of hundred people here who help the 9-11 community with the victim compensation fund applications. You certainly don't have to call Barish and McGarry, but I don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits that are available to them. Well, finally, is there an expectation when you think about this type of effort in the future that there is an end in sight to help the 9-11 victims? Or is this something that was just going to be ongoing for the survivors of the people who might have gotten cancer that we've been talking about? Will their kids have benefits? Is this something that has no end in sight and can constantly evolve? Or do you see this as something that could come to a finite end at some point? Well, of course, it will come to a finite end when the the 500,000 people of the 9-11 community have died. And that's why this bill, the Zadroga bill, was extended till 2090. But every day, another 12 people are calling me saying, Michael, I just got diagnosed with cancer. Uh, My mother had breast cancer, but I don't know, is it related? And I have to tell them, there's a presumption that your cancer is related to your exposure to the World Trade Center toxins. People aren't connecting the dots. Every single day, David, two of my clients are passing away. So I don't see an end anytime soon for people not suffering and getting cancer. And that's one of the wonderful things about what the New York State Legislature does 
or did hear, and I give credit to Senator Brian Kavanaugh and uh, Assemblyman Faige for recognizing this need. I mean, when was the last time you heard a bill in the New York State Legislature passing unanimously in both houses? And that's why the governor signed this bill. And there is a real need for people to be notified. So I ask your listeners, please be each other's advocate. Maybe you weren't down in New York back in the day, you know, New York City after 9-11. But you certainly know people who were living, working, or going to school there. Reach out to them and say, hey, I just heard about these benefits. Do you know that you didn't have to be a first responder? Do you know there's a presumption linking 69 cancers? Didn't your husband die of a cancer? You'd be eligible. You should look into this. So if people, you know, people from Albany, people from all over New York State, people from all over the country came to New York. We were a united country then. That's hard to believe. Didn't matter if you were a Democrat or a Republican, black or white, whatever your religion was. We all embraced each other. We have to do that again now and let each other know about these benefits. And I'm so grateful to you for helping me spread the word. I'm so grateful to the governor for signing this bill into law. It really will help spread the word and help a lot of people. This is going to save a lot of people's lives who might not go for early detection, which I know it sounds corny, but that really is the key to surviving cancer. Well, we've been speaking with Michael Barrett. He is an attorney who's helped tens of thousands of people apply for aid through the September 11th Victims Compensation Fund, as well as the World Trade Center Health Program. Michael, thank you so much for making the time. I appreciate it. Support for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local state and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.